1: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Level Up, the esports and gaming show with me, Nathan Bliss, esports and gaming writer for Reach PLC. In today's episode, I was joined by FIFA content creator and foot trader FootDunk, where we discussed the latest news from EA. They have released the FIFA 21 top 100 players in Ultimate Team this year. The headline news is that Lionel Messi is again the top rated player in FIFA Ultimate Team for FIFA 21. But there's been a fair few controversies, including a number of upgrades and downgrades. We discussed if some of them are warranted or not. We also discussed FIFA 21, what features we're looking forward to, including foot co-op career mode and more and we also discuss the future plans for foot Donk in terms jersey streaming patron service and also social media as well hope you enjoy and let us know in the comments if you agreed with some of the fifa 21 ultimate team writings that were released today we'd really love to hear from you hope you enjoy our episode <laughs> Joining me today is FIFA Trader Foot Donk, a friend of the podcast you've been on before. Uh, How's it going?
0: Uh, Not too bad, thank you, mate. How are you? Good, yeah.
1: Very good, thank you. Busy day. Like we were just discussing before the podcast. But for people listening, you're joining us on one of the biggest days in the FIFA calendar. It was FIFA Ratings Reveal Day. Just a few hours ago, EA released the... Top 100 and a few more for FIFA 21 ratings. Just to recap on some of the top stories: Lionel Messi was again the the highest rated player in FIFA 21 with an overall rating of 93, followed by Cristiano Ronaldo, Lewandowski, De Bruyne, Neymar, Oblak, Van Dijk, Mbappe, Salah, and Mane finished the the top ten off. What was your immediate reaction to the uh, the ratings, Footdonk?
0: Well, where do we start? honestly it was a bit of a mixture some of the, it was okay when I saw you know Messi was expected like I think we all thought that he was going to be top regardless um, probably with downgrades to both him and Ronaldo is probably fair but then you start to go down to lower ratings and we started seeing the Sancho pace and the Nabry pace like what is going on and then you'll see they released the whole top 100 so you look through them all and you're like my god this is like it's way different to any other FIFA I've ever seen the ratings are so all over the place really this doesn't seem to be consistency like Aubameyang has a better card than last year but is one rating lower it's just classic EA isn't it
1: (laughs) well I think you you tweeted earlier that it's the most inaccurate FIFA ratings there's ever been I think you tweeted
0: you might correct me on that, but uh, I think I think I think so as well. I still think so. I would I don't obviously that was in the moment, but I still don't <laughs> think that's an overreaction looking at it now. Um unless they've changed the only reason I can think that they might be different is that they've changed the whole structure structure on how um ratings are based mm. and calculated. But again, we've had no, you know, communication about this. We just assume that this is a new fee for new ratings. But once again, they don't make sense. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well let's um let's talk about some of the the major kind of upgrades and the, the major kind of positives if you like and then we'll move on to some of the other stuff because there's a there's a lot of that to go through, so let's go through some of the positives we can find. Obviously Messi keeping the, the top player, I think that's well deserved, um even though he did get a slight downgrade. Um I think Lewandowski now rated as joint third highest rated player. I think that was well deserved after an amazing season with Bayern Munich. The Liverpool Forsome Avan. Dyke, Salah, Mane and Allison are now all 90 rated. So they're the four best players at Liverpool. I think that's about right. To Stegen, 90 rated. That's about right. If you look further down, Hazard's been downgraded, which is fair enough. Alexander-Arnold's been given a big upgrade to 87, which again, I think is fair enough after an amazing season. What do you think of that, Foot Dunk?
0: Um, a lot of it is fair, I'd say. For a lot of the top guys, it's all kind of... The only thing is, I would say, maybe De Bruyne, maybe a 92. I don't see how he didn't get an upgrade from last season, considering the season that he's just had. Obviously, he won the PFA Player of the Year, but he stayed 91, which can only bring me back to the previous the topic of have they changed how they calculate ratings completely. And that's why he hasn't have people been downgraded because the standard is harder. So maybe he has received an upgrade, but not in the actual rating number. Who knows? Yeah. I say from looking at it, it's fairly, fairly kind of where we were looking at, uh, you know, an Abappe upgrade. Lemondosi definitely deserved that upgrade. He's had an insane year. I was kind of expecting Salah to get maybe a a minus one, but He's done okay to keep the 90. Mane definitely deserved that 90 as well. But across the board, the top reigns aren't too bad. This kind of where where, whereabouts that you would expect most of the players to be, I think
1: like you said it's when you look further down and you look actually more closely at some of the attributes we'll start with Sancho so he's had a plus 3 overall boost from his card at the start of FIFA 20 uh, which was 84 rated so he's now 87 rated he's now the 48th highest rated player on FIFA 21 this year so all of his attributes were upgraded in terms of the categories apart Mm -hmm. from pace so pace went down 5 from 88 to 83 but then all the other ones are only one or two upgrades. So I think you might be right when you say that they've changed the way that the the attributes become the overall rate right and some of the calculations behind it. Because on the face of it that just doesn't make sense that Sancho's <laughs> had that big a drop to pace when it's he's clearly one
0: of the one of the fastest players on uh, on the planet he is and that's what i was thinking when i was looking at it i was like i'm not like i've watched him play and now as well i'm just like i've watched these guys play they're rapid it's not am i missing something here like uh, for example sancho is the same speed as Di maria who Di maria isn't slow but he's not the same different league isn't it the pace different league yeah it's it's weird. And and you look at like someone like is it Havertz? I think he's not slow by any means, but he has one higher pace than Sancho. That I find hard to believe. It almost looks so bad that it could be a mistake. And it might be. It's it's, it's a possibility in my head that, that that they have made a mistake there, because in my opinion, they're both ninety plus pace players.
1: You think they've got a three mixed up with an
0: eight, maybe? Just You'd, it could be. It literally, could be. You just never know, dear. <laughs> so they wouldn't be... say anything. They would just they'd just ignore it. I reckon until the game comes out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, Eden Hazard is also faster than Sancho on Fever Twenty One. after after the season, Hazard had, which was a very. Injury hit. He only appeared a few times around Madrid. I think in the end, just doesn't doesn't really add up there. And I think Chiro Mobile is as quick as well,
0: if not quicker. Saw that. Yeah baffling that's why i say like is, is it wrong like <laughs>
1: yeah let's maybe let's keep an open mind with that one then maybe we'll, we'll just keep checking that another one i wanted to mention to you hopefully you've seen it which is again another interesting thing that it comes back to your point about how they've changed the calculations so david alaba has been changed to a center back because that's where he played for the majority of last season with Bayern munich yeah. but he's had a massive pace decrease maybe because he's centre-back maybe there's there's more um priority with defenders or central defenders on defensive attributes or physical attributes rather than pace do you think that could have any impact on that
0: i'm fairly certain it does with position changes that you can kind of look at and it kind of makes sense almost because i did look at his card and fernandinho who both got moved to a centre back and alaba did receive a downgrade in some of the in some of the overall stats but with only a minus one overall rating, I think his defending is higher. I might be wrong when I say that, if I just quickly check. But I I think that centre-backs genuinely are, they're almost like harsher on their pace in general, because you don't tend to have a lot of fast centre-backs. But yeah, Alaba has received actually going down one rating, but to a centre-back has received a plus three defending. So... There is definitely something that's calculated differently in, in in with the with the ratings of the position change players. That kind of makes sense. So you can kind of look at that and go, okay, that's that's fair enough. But yeah, Sanchez who hasn't moved position at all doesn't quite add up.
1: From what you're saying there, say for example, Oliver kept his pace rating from last year, but he retained centre back positioning. You, you might be looking at maybe an, a ninety rated centre back because of the pace, because of how how much that factors into the overall rating for central defenders
0: i'm not entirely sure whether it has any effect to the actual rating i think it's just genuinely how the center backs are rapid there are some really really fast center backs in world football but they never ever seem to get the same pace calculations as other positions so i think in general they are just harsher on the pace just because of the position that they're in maybe to stop you know defenders feeling just as fast as attackers in whatever style of play FIFA want, EA want to try and make FIFA be. But in in terms, it took Varane a long time for him to get his justified pace. And he's probably still faster than his pace is now. But yeah, I, I think they're just harsher just because they're centre backs. I don't think it has anything to do with the actual overall overall of the card in in pace. I don't believe that actually has any effect to a card's overall rating at all.
1: But it is interesting, isn't it, the fact that he had higher pace last year as a left back, and then all of a sudden he he's just lost that pace going to centre back. It doesn't seem <laughs> yeah, doesn't it doesn't seem right, seem
0: right because you know, that's just the way that they everything that they do is um. People don't know this, but the FIFA Ultimate Team structure, the the foundation that FIFA Ultimate Team is built on, hasn't been changed since about FIFA 12, I believe. Um, so the way that upgrades are calculated and um, that's why you, some Team of the Week upgrades are different to others because they just... That is how that they've made the game. So that is how the stats progress. They actually came out not too long ago and said that that's why they find it difficult to upgrade just one certain stat and not upgrade the overalls massively or and things like that on like promo cards they have got better they seem to have figured out a way of doing it but before to upgrade the card they would just have to upgrade it genuinely not just in one area um but so the, the structure of foot is very very old still it's they refuse i assume to start over again they'd rather just build on what they had which is obviously, because it's going to cost them money to do so, which is, you know, another thing that EA like, let say. Um, <laughs> you <laughs> so said that, not me. They are, well, yeah, that's all my opinion. Just bring it on me. I'm already In your bad, opinion,
1: I yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yeah, so I think that's kind of um, and also a reason why we have weird these weird ratings and the way that things are graded and how they're calculated is because it's just on such an old structure.
1: But aren't we getting a change to that this year? Because I'm sure I saw something in the one of the trailers for Ultimate Team where Alexander Arnold scored a free kick and then as part of an upgrade, he, his free kick rating and shooting got increased. So maybe they yeah. have made a slight change to that. But
0: Yeah, yeah I did see that. So again, maybe... Maybe they have actually worked on that because I think that was um, something to do with meaningful moments. Was it called? I yeah, think. that was it. Yeah, something like yeah. that. So if a player does something good, throws a really good volley, and then his upgrades will be heavily, you know, reflected on on this volley stats, which is good. Like that's that's a good feature, I think, and that's that is how it should go. But for years, it's not been like that. It'll be interesting to see how much of that they. Bring into the game is it just going to be that one like card type or is it going to be every team of the week?
1: Yeah, it will be interesting, but it gives them a lot more options, doesn't it? I suppose for for players um, who are getting in the team of the week. One thing I would say though is mainly the reason why people get in the team of the weeks, especially FIFA 20, for example, even defenders was because of scoring a goal. So. Are they just going to increase the shooting attributes of central defenders if they score? Do do
0: you know what I mean? It brings up
1: more problems, doesn't it, for them, really?
0: That's the thing that I think needs to be changed slightly is Team of the Week, how it's maybe calculated. You can have someone, a, a defender, who has an outstanding defensive performance, but he won't get in the Team of the Week over a defender who scored a goal which doesn't,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. I know it's
0: contributing, a goal is big, but for the position that you're playing, it should reflect that in a way. And I, I feel like, that's why it's so hard to predict goalkeeper team of the weeks and, and even sometimes centre-back team of the weeks because you just, you don't know what they're going to pick based on. Is it going to be a penalty, save from a keeper or is it going to be a, a a keeper who had a clean sheet or a keeper who, had, who conceded one goal but had multiple saves you know they pick what they want in those, fan, in those uh, categories I think
1: <laughs> yeah it is, it is hard to do predictions I mean as, as part of my job I try and go through and look at some of the best performances and stuff and I put who I think but goalkeepers and defenders are, are probably the hardest ones but <laughs> yeah. you just go for the one like you say you just go for the one that scored the odd goal rather than the one that kept a clean sheet against a better team or which is what you'd normally think but you end up just going for the goal because you know historically that's what they normally go for
0: in the start and 11 as well, um, they will tend to go for the goal scorers because they can put the dynamics in of them celebrating the goal. Of
1: course, yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what we're saying is the first team of the week, if a, if the, all the defenders score, their shooting attributes are just going to go up. That's the only thing because you've got the meaningful oh. moments now, haven't you?
0: Is it going to be like that? Is it, is Maybe you know they'll I mean? pick
1: it's... one or two players. Maybe they'll say yeah, meaningful thought... moments. One yeah. one gets shooting, one gets passing, one gets defending. I don't yeah. know, that's just. I, I,
0: I don't think it'll be, if it is in part of the team of the week, I don't think it'll be the full team of the week. It'll be, I think, select players. I, can't, yeah. I cannot see them, knowing what we usually get, I can't see them going through all that effort to make each individual upgrade for each individual performance. That seems like a lot of work for a company that doesn't need to do the work, essentially. They could just keep releasing Team of the Week as it is and nothing would ever change for them. But we'll see. It does seem like a lot of effort. Maybe the top 11, starting 11, that would kind of do it, I guess. I don't think it would be all of them.
1: It would be nice to see a change anyway. I think that, that that's a format that needs freshening up and has been for a while. So hopefully, um, especially t- towards the end of FIFA cycles, you just want to see like the best players in there, don't you? To try and get them in your team. And it just seems like some of the players that you don't really want get in, which doesn't really do the community any favours, or them really. So it's hard to understand why they do it. But um, yeah, hopefully we'll get a bit of a change this year.
0: I like the um, the idea of it actually being... Uh, a bit of bit refreshing you know it's refreshed ultimately and we've never really had anything like that but also refreshes teams because depending on the style that you play if um, for example you like to you know cut inside with your wingers and shoot more often with them and Salah's got this big upgrade on one of his foot cards that's got a big shooting upgrade rather than just his cards being a generic upgrade so the best rating's the best one there might actually be a slightly lower version of Salah that fits your game more, just because he's got a higher uh, boost on the shooter. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's an that's an interesting point. And if you if you play like a passing game, you're going to look for the team of the week players who've had a passing. A boost that you that have got decent stats in other areas. So yeah, that that's that's definitely an interesting thing. I'll keep out for that. Keep out an eye out for that. In Foot Twenty One. I just wanted to talk about Bamiyang because he's been done <laughs> dirty.
0: Best season he's ever had. At Arsenal. Twenty
1: nine oh, goals in all competitions. He's been dropped one overall. His shooting has gone up one, but he's lost one pace from last year, and none of his other attributes have changed a massive amount. Do you understand why that he could have had a downgrade from last year? Is it because of the uh, the actual Arsenal team, the reputation of them going down? So they've had to feel like they have to put his, the best player from them
0: down? No, I don't... Uh, well, I don't really know. Yeah, it, the only thing I could really link it to is what I brought up earlier about the way that overalls are, are now calculated, maybe. So De Bruyne didn't get an upgrade, but maybe he did because they've changed the way that they um, calculate the upgrades, So Auburn maybe would be the same this year in last year's game, but because it's different, he's had a minus one a minus one rating downgrade. Yeah, but yeah. but his stats have got better. So that's why we're all like, well, well that doesn't make sense. And Aspas, have you seen his card?
1: Yeah, you tweeted, didn't you? So he, yeah, he's, it's he, he's gone thing. down, but his ratings <laughs> are pretty much the same, right?
0: yeah he's gone down one rating but has a plus one shot plus one dribbling plus four pace which is that's a big upgrade and a a minus one physical but he's minus one rating so yeah you know something's gone wrong or they have just genuinely they've changed the way that they've calculated stats and overalls in the game the structure may have changed like i was talking about earlier it's been the same for so long these meaningful moments have come in does that mean that they've actually worked and maybe changed the structure of the game it's that's the only logical reason i can see oh, it, if it isn't that then it doesn't make sense
1: we're we're basing it on that aren't we that these ratings it might be the fact that they've changed it like you said But it would have been helpful for them to come out and say, oh, by the way, (laughs) just before we reveal the ratings, we've changed our entire system on how attributes are calculated. So you might see a few downgrades to some of your favourite players, but don't worry, they're still the same rating on our new... Do you know what I mean? They They could have explained it beforehand, so they wouldn't have got the reaction. But that's assuming that they have actually changed it. If they haven't changed it, some of these just seem a bit weird. I don't know... Because They've got some data testers, haven't they? Um, like voluntary ones that they watch, like the matches and stuff. Maybe they've got feedback off them somewhere.
0: This year, obviously, I didn't do any ratings reveals for a reason <laughs> because for once this year they actually got quite strict on the old beta, and yeah, the um, the accounts that were sharing the information were getting. When I say more than just a copyright strike, I mean more than just a copyright strike. There was some, I'm lucky that obviously I didn't touch any of the beta stuff. I didn't even do that last year because I know that NDAs and contracts and things like that are very serious. They're not something that you can just brush away. But uh, there were consequences for people that did and got caught. So we decided not to do any of that this year. I did know about some, but we agreed to um, just let EA do this one as it's part of their promotion. While I was talking to um, one of my good friends, let's call him, he said that they've changed the way they're introducing ratings, which was correct. They didn't do the whole 20 by 20. They just dropped all and a few extras um, and then said, the main problem of ratings this year is he put in quotes, different standards. The people who rate one team are not the same who rate others. For example, Byarm would not be the same stat predictors or calculators or whatever they're called. Database editors are not the same as the ones who do the Liverpool ones. So they have a different appreciation of ratings. So that's why maybe we find two players that are 88 rated, but in the same position, but the stats are completely different because different Database editors have a different idea and appreciation of what brings those stats to those overalls. If that makes any sense,
1: yeah, it does make sense to a certain degree. But on an, on the other hand, doesn't it help the fact that you've got a player to if you're if you're not sure about what writing to give a player or what what pace attribute to give a player, the natural thing is to go okay, let's look at a player with a similar pace. So Aubameyang, for example kind of similar to Sancho Let, let's give them similar-ish pace rating because it gives you like a barometer doesn't it to I mean you couldn't you'd be really weird if you just watched the match and you you saw a random player and you said oh he's going to have 80 on 80 pace on FIFA 20 like you wouldn't you wouldn't <laughs> you need something to compare it to don't you so surely that's, that's the best way of doing it
0: I know um, that's the problem like my good friend was saying different standards People have different standards and, and, and how strict they are on statistics and how they calculate a player is going to be down to them personally because they don't do it based on this whole statistic um, build. So, you know, if Amian got more goals, his, he should have higher shooting than someone who didn't have as much goals or whatever. It's not done like in general, it's done very personally by those particular teams, database editors. And there's so many of them that it all, you know, it's all not the same streamlined. So that is one issue as well. But yeah, uh, hearing from what I, what I heard a few things as well, they to avoid um, any leaks on ratings this year, any big leaks like there was last year, obviously the pretty much the whole database got out. Um, they changed the way that you were able to see the ratings as you were editing them. So you would submit something and then it would like disappear. So you couldn't see it anymore after that. And so you couldn't really keep track of what was actually going on. You were just submitting these stats and then, it was just being filtered into the card and then done by that you couldn't see it being built up overall and that's maybe that's why some of the stats are so weird because (laughs) uh, somewhere down the line they've made a mistake maybe or you know something like that but they can't see it after it's been submitted so it's just it was what it was.
1: I wonder when some of these are actually done because I think the time when you write a player is very interesting as well, isn't it? Depending on where, where in the season you are. I mean, just looking at another player, I'm just scroll, I was just scrolling through the list there as you were talking. Thiago of Bayern Munich. I would love to have a, a chat with the Bayern Munich researcher And say, you know, what was you thinking behind uh, Tiago? Because (laughs) Tiago—that's
0: what it was.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, linked with Liverpool. Um, Tiago has had his rating reduced from eighty-seven to eighty-five.
0: Yeah, he's now
1: worse than Jordan Henderson.
0: I love Jordan. Don't get me wrong. Sorry,
1: (laughs) I don't want. I don't want to, you know, throw shade at Jordan Henderson on here. But I mean, come on, Jordan Henderson and Tiago. Tiago is one of the best in the Jordan Henderson's one of the best midfielders in the world don't get me wrong but Thiago in terms of overall you know I, th- I think you'd agree that he's probably the better player m- marginally in, in some areas but to have an
0: overall a lower, in my opinion yeah, I think absolutely. Thiago is superstar and Jordan Henderson is someone I call world class so he's top quality but Thiago is uh, Thiago sorry is more like a like a superstar in the midfielder he's like a like an Iniesta, almost not as obviously as good as Iniesta, but he's like one of those type of players that you're like, wow, that is a player.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Unbelievable how he's how he managed to get a downgrade even to under so to eighty five. Two, is two just, overall yeah, is oh no, that's harsh. <laughs>
1: crazy, and is like we were saying before, his passing is still eighty five, um, which is the same. So his shooting's gone down two. His pace has gone down five, his dribbling's the same, his defending's actually gone up, and his <laughs> physical's gone down one. The only realistic reason behind a two overall ratings downgraded has to be the fact they've changed the way that ratings are done. There can't be any other explanation. Although, saying that though, surely then that would mean that other players that are rated 85 as well go down. Do you see what I'm if you see what I mean? So yeah, it's not uh,
0: consistent is Wijnaldum, it why for example I mean. has had
1: an upgrade to 85 to be as yeah. good as tiago but it's it's just a yeah it's a very strange one on that one
0: Firmino as well did you see he got an upgrade
1: yeah the same as uh, abamyang was it 87
0: <laughs> listen i i you know we all we we, we say that the, the, the defensive striker role and he doesn't have to score goals and things like that but there is a point where he's in that position on fifa probably shouldn't have got an upgrade he may have even got a downgrade that's what i was expecting at least at best i was maybe saying you know 86 fair enough but you look at the stats for him versus um bam yang and for him to get an upgrade and a bam yang to get a downgrade was it does make you look at it and go right okay how are they calculating this because this just doesn't make sense
1: yeah, I think we'll we'll find out in due course whether there's been a change in the calculation or whether it's just a difference of opinion, I suppose you'd call it, um, with the with the different ratings. But
0: um Because his yeah, shooting went down as well, I think. Yeah. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, because obviously but that makes sense because he didn't have the best season in terms of goals, did he? Which would make sense. I no,
0: no, yeah.
1: But um there's a few strange I mean I did I did have a smile to myself when um I got the the writing through at four PM and um the hundredth best player is Erling Haaland uh, with eighty four overall. Who seems to have been just squeezed in at the end because he's uh, like on the all the cover art and stuff and the ambassador yeah. exactly. He seems to have just been shoved in as as number one hundred just to try and get him in the top one hundred to uh, make him happy, I suppose.
0: Right, but how is he eighty four rated with eighty seven shot? Icardi and Icardi is 84, 85.
1: 84 pace as well. And 85 yeah. physical.
0: Icardi is um, I, I, he's 85 rated with 85 shot. So how does that, that work? How, as a striker, how were they calculating it? Because surely it's based off shot. It's just, he got an insane upgrade, to be fair. If his dribbling was a little bit better, he'd probably be very, very meta. He still might yeah. be. We don't know the meta yet. But yeah, they really did give him some juice there. <laughs> I'm saying that that's an ambassador's juice.
1: (laughs) Uh, Just one other player that I wanted to touch on. This hasn't been confirmed yet, but it has been doing rounds on social media. You'll notice that Gareth Bale isn't in the top 100.
0: Yeah, he's not 79.
1: He's not seventy nine, so there, w- no. there was a picture going around of a seventy nine rated Gareth Bale, which would be an atrocious, <sighs> atrocious downgrade. I know he didn't play a lot last season, but um...
0: someone's made that because if you look at his passing, they made it like sixty something, which is just it's not going to get downgraded. Oh, like okay, that. okay. And he's not because it was like eighty or something, and he's not he's not going to get a downgrade like that, but. I I looked everywhere for a source on it because I was looking at people tweeting it just instantly because what they will do is drop a card in when everyone's dropping these pictures of the cards like that and then they'll, they'll make one themselves and just drop it in. Someone will pick it up and then it'll just filter through. And people will just, you know, assume that it's real because it's going at the same time as all these other rating reveals. But there is not one single place at all that had that as a source where they were doing the rating reveals. Even I checked Real Madrid; they released two images. He wasn't on there. He wasn't
1: on any, was not Which is
0: now. why someone went and made the 79 rated and said he's not on there. And these are the top ratings for Real Madrid. And the bottom one is seventy nine, so he has to be under seventy nine, which is not true because there are other players not on that who are above seventy nine. Bale didn't make it basically because he isn't part of Real Madrid's advertising campaign. They're not going to be advertising Gareth Bale, are they? For no, officer reasons. No, definitely. So not. that's why he's not included. But he's not. Yeah, he's. If he is actually seventy nine rated, fair play. But he will. <laughs> but the stats were wrong and he's not going to be 79 rated this, this be real like he'll be like 83 or 82 I, I would think 83 personally
1: yeah so he wasn't in the top 100 so that no, would seem so to he's, indicate he's 84 at the most yeah, um, yeah. which would make him joint with um, with Erling Haaland so yeah we'll have to wait and see on that one because we've, we've like you said we've only had the top 100 via the EA Sports website and also like a select few that a couple of the other sites have done like FootWiz and FootBin and FootHead and stuff So we've only had a few, so we'll just have to wait and see with that. But um, interestingly, looking at Bale's FIFA 20 card, he's 85 rated. He's got 91 pace, 87 shooting, 82 passing, 82 dribbling, 58 defending, and 76 physical. For an 85, that seems really high. And if you compare that with Mares, for example, 85 rated on foot, foot 21... He's got 83 pace, 79 shooting, 81 passing, 90 dribbling, 38 defending, and 59 physical, which is a lot lower than last year's 85 rate Gareth Bale. So that would seem to indicate that there has been some changes there in terms of how they're actually calculated, because there's a massive difference between Maris's foot 21 card and Bale's foot 20 card.
0: Yeah, and that's part of the reason Well, last year when I revealed Bale's card before the... Um official um, database release that and no one believed me because they were like that's not an 85 rate card and i was like well it is according because <laughs> i'm looking <laughs> at it and we've calculated all the stats and these are the stats he's going to get and we know that he's this rating this is his new face as well to prove that this is his new card and they were like wow that's just ridiculous that's that's not an eighty five rated. I think he was actually better almost than he was the previous year, but it was a lower rating. So it's like yeah, it doesn't make sense. That is a fantastic card for an eighty-five rated. And I have no doubt in my mind that if he is eighty-four or eighty-three, it'll be still really good. Like he'll be better than his actual rating is. But I would love the for EA to just to come out and and explain it all in depth do you know what i mean just yeah, deep how dive. it works yeah and that's what they need to do is they've done really well to be fair on the last couple of fevers to bring out a better way of communication to us and they have said and um, a few things that they would never have done in the past and explain some things but that is one of them how they calculate upgrades and you know when players have 99 pace but only have 98 acceleration and 98 sprint speed like yeah. how have they got 99 pace like i would just love to know it because it would just it just stops any questions then doesn't it we don't have to sit here thinking how is he this rating how is uh, thiago 85 and henderson's 86 for those stats it's like it won't matter because we know but whether they do that or not i'm not sure
1: yeah, and there's there's an opposite as well to that, isn't there? Like sometimes you get a team of the week card that has like amazing shooting, but then you actually look into the stats and they've got really low composure. So it yeah, would make so... them like unusable, really, some in front of goal. So it's like the other way, isn't it? Because like they know that then that card's unusable, but it looks good on the face of it. So when they post the the team of the week graphic, it looks good, doesn't it? I suppose to fans
0: that's it it's all about the face images sometimes isn't it that's the issue when you get a really really good card in team of the season almost like you look at it and you go wow you know 94 pace or on a card that previously didn't have good pace and you look at it and it's like 97 acceleration and then he's got like 70 sprint speed or something stupid you know, or wow.
1: 50 balance or something brilliant
0: something <laughs> that's just killed the card fantastic yeah. thanks for that <laughs> I love the fact that both Robertson and Trent are eighty-seven rated. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, probably. I would say deserved, but I wasn't expecting it. That's mm-hmm. one that when I seen Trent rating, I was like, oh, it's yeah. a sizeable
1: upgrade. That's <laughs> very well deserved, actually. I think because he proved this season, he's probably the best fullback in world football at the moment in terms of on with Alfonso Davies. Actually, who's not in? I don't think he's in the top hundred. So
0: no, he's not. People are fuming yeah. about that. And, Men- and <laughs> Mendy. How has he had a plus three? Mm. He hasn't even had that good of a season. He's a good player, don't get me wrong. But that means that they're saying that Davies is only maybe one higher or, or the same, or even lower, yes. even. We don't know.
1: We'll find out. Talking of wrong, though, Mbappe was shown with a Hunter chemistry style, which just makes no sense, does it? <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense to any the, any knowledgeable ultimate team player. That's the last thing you would do, isn't
0: it? i seen a good picture from um, Danny Aarons. He posted on his Twitter a... Um, a picture of the Mbappe with the hunter card on it, and then another guy um, who was in a swimming pool putting a bottle of water on his head, as in you don't need water when you're in a swimming <laughs> pool, completely pointless. And I looked at it, and I was like... Yeah, no, he's not wrong. Why, why, why have they put a hunter card on him? It does, It just is that an EA meme? Do you think they've done that on purpose or because some of the other cards didn't have chemistry stars at all? So it's like
1: Trent Alexander-Arnold had Guardian, I think, or is that Sentinel? I've just noticed actually that um, Miralem Pjanic is still Piemonte Calcio. He hasn't got a Barcelona
0: badge. Has he actually gone now? Is he officially?
1: Yeah, officially, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so Havertz was shown in the uh, Bundesliga list as well. Was he? But yeah, he was. He wasn't. They haven't moved him to the Premier League either. So they're probably a little bit slow still on finalising a lot of these cards even though it is the 10th of September but
1: (laughs) they must have done it a few weeks ago maybe and then
0: just I imagine that they do yeah Yeah. well you Uh, never know they could be done last minute as as they do do these things
1: well I mean knowing from covering it I mean it was it was hard to cover it in terms of like to get everything out on time and for everyone to read and stuff so I can't I can't imagine they'd want to go through the stress of doing it all last minute you know we'll never know I suppose we'll never know either way Right, so, like you said, there's been a lot of announcements, hasn't there, over the last few weeks. EA have been very proactive in giving fans information about loads of new features and some of the changes to gameplay, Ultimate Team, Pro Clubs, Career Mode. There's been a lot of changes too. What are some of the features that you're most looking forward to and what are some of the ones where they look good on paper but you think they won't
0: really take off? Um, I think Co-op is right up there. Uh, I think that's going to be, you know, I'm looking forward to playing that. That's the fact that it has additional rewards as well i think that's really well done uh hopefully that they continue to progress out through the year give you specific rewards again like extra bonuses for doing this and co-op or extra players that you can unlock and things like that
1: just to add a counterpoint to that if you were on an xbox one and i was on an xbox series x we could not play together on foot co-op
0: no because you're on two different um
1: console generations And also, there's no cross-play, which is a disappointment, isn't it? I mean, Call of Duty Warzone, the Cold War that has just been announced, that's all cross-play completely, and cross-gen as well. That was a bit of a a kick in the teeth, because you'd you'd expect that, really, for a next-gen release.
0: The only reason why I think they've done it is because the next-gen release is going to have features, or I think that it's going to have improvements to the actual gameplay, almost, like the the way that it's done it's not just a graphical upgrade because cod is just a graphical upgrade they can keep it the same if you know what i mean yeah i think there is i think there is some sort of restriction to they can be both be playing on the same gameplay because it's not the same if you know what i mean similar to how fever 14 was but um i think that's the reason why anyway but if it isn't, then it's just laziness because all games are pretty much cross-platform and cross, even cross-gen now they're going to be. A lot of them announced like COD and it is time to move on. I think Fever 22 will be the year that we at least get like a shared market maybe or some, hopefully more. But yeah, it is a little bit of a pain, obviously not being even cross-generation. Is uh, Considering how... Um, close xbox is keeping their generation as well you don't even have to upgrade to the series x if you if you don't want to you'll still be playing on this on the same dashboard and you'll be in the same parties as everyone no matter what console you're on it's all basically they want to be be in the pc world don't they but in console keeping it all on the in the same world essentially but obviously when games come out in different gen unless they support it they will split the player base which will probably have a negative affair like you said
1: I mean, just to contradict myself completely from what I've just said, I do actually like the eSports scene, though, the way it is. It's 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 uh, unique in the eSports world where you've got Xbox players and, and PS players, and they they there is a cross-console final on one leg on, on Xbox and another leg on PlayStation, but they would have to get rid of that completely if it was all cross-gen. So just to contradict I think myself it completely. Would,
0: I think it would streamline it a bit, though. I think it is a little bit... Long, maybe it's the wrong word, but it's there's a lot going on, do you yeah. Know what I mean? Unique, it's but not in a good consoles, way, yeah. And then they have to play two different games for the final. I think it would be cool if you just played on whatever console you want to play on, it's the same game, you cross platform, so you play whatever, and then the final is the final. I think this is the last year now where realistically they can get away with not doing it because what other games are not cross platform anymore, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I think we'll we'll see probably next year for FIFA 22, possibly because uh, a Pez they've delayed their release completely. Um, if you don't know the, the Pez. 2021 is just a database update it's not a new game it's the same game it's PES 2020 basically but with updated kits updated database and stuff they're going all out next gen for next year maybe that's when ea will start focusing on maybe next year's release and having some cross-playing but we'll just have to see over the next few months
0: i think we're going to get a new um a new engine this year oh and um, that's why because PES have got a new engine coming i think they're using Unreal that's the reason why they've uh, basically suspended it and just said look we'll just you know there's no point making a whole new game for an engine that's not ready yet on a generation that's not out we'll just do an update and then next year we'll go big and i think yeah gonna counter that and finally after all these years <laughs> bring us this new engine that everybody wants because fifa 21 if people don't like it or not is not true next generation it's to be an upgrade yes but it's built on the foundation of this current generation of consoles still because that'll be the main player base even though the new consoles are out they won't pick up big sales like that for a, quite some time as it is every generation but next year i think that's how they're going to promote it they're going to promote it massively as this next generation fifa new engine just destroy pairs at their own game basically but if we don't get one next year then I, I think that they're missing an opportunity and honestly, it's time now. I think how long have we had the frostbite for it has been a while.
1: And if you look at some of the specs involved with the, especially the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, these machines are more than capable of, of supporting a, a lot a lot more performance than we've ever seen, really, in previous uh, years. So uh, hopefully you're right and we'll just have to wait over the coming months, I suppose, for, for more info. Have you looked at career mode do you think that that's going to be fixed if you like because there was a lot of issues last year that a lot of people talking about on social media in terms of like top teams not playing their their best teams all the time and ridiculous fixture scheduling and stuff like that do you think that more people will go across to play career mode this year
0: i think there's some problems and changes but it's the same thing basically just a few extra additional um features i follow a uh, career mode stars i think it's called on twitter just to have a little peek at what's going on in career mode but there's some definitely some improvement for me it's not for me i personally i'm very i'm i'm for all all around I, I get quite bored of career mode i'm very much online i don't enjoy single players so i don't enjoy squad battles or anything like that i, I like the competition and uh, being someone who collected match attacks as a kid foot is just you know it's just a, an evolution into a being a so-called adult let's say it's a, <laughs> <laughs> but that's um, that's my match attacks nowadays but um yeah I don't, I don't think that uh i don't think the career is for me but it, i i would say that there's, there's it's been positive i don't know if you've seen the twitter reactions but i don't yeah, think i've seen yeah. much negative negativity around it so um, yeah, it could be a good year for the for the career mode guys. But unfortunately, FIFA points is king. And that's obviously, it's a business. So they're always going to prioritize foot. And they'll probably put something in career mode like they did last year and the year before where it almost wants you to go into foot after going into career mode. They put like windows that pop up and trying to get you to go into foot from there. And that's, you know, FIFA points is, is the reason why foot is always main focus on but it's good that they've at least added a few bonuses to career mode this year
1: and we're going to be seeing you a lot more aren't we on uh, ultimate Team this year after a long period of of not really playing the game actively you've been real back in by all the exciting new features and I, all the probably,
0: announcements i'm probably the most excited person for the 21 even though there are you know some super hardcore players but I'm I've been excited for months before even we knew nothing about the game just because I haven't played FIBA twenty. And after all these years of playing FIFA for so long, it feels like a it's just a part of missing, you know what I mean? Like but I hated FIFA twenty, like I've said in the previous podcast, it just I decided to take a break, but I've been so excited for FIBA twenty one and and it will be good to come back. It's just I think it's football for you know Firstly, it's just nice to hop on and play a couple of games, but yeah, I'm definitely excited to get back into it. I'm just hoping that um, I'm just hoping we don't have a repeat of last year. I think last year's hands down probably the worst FIFA of. Um, I know everyone says it gets worse every year, but for me to not play it really said something that it really wasn't for me. I just hope that it's at least different this year, and they can improve
1: what are your plans for for Foot21 then? So are you going to start streaming more stuff? Are you going to be more active on social media in terms of trading stuff? I know you've got a Patreon set up already.
0: Yeah, so the plan is to get way more content. Obviously, I made an announcement the other day that I'm going full-time into um, FIFA content creation, which honestly is just, it's still insane to say, like the fact that I'm able to do this full-time is just... It's a dream, basically. I a few years ago, I just started the account just as a a little hobby, just to be interacting in the community and things like that. And two years on, I've, I'm about to hit a hundred thousand followers and on Twitter, and got my Patreon and tons of supporters out there. It's just it's a it's an insane journey. But um, my plans are to get more free content onto the Twitter. Now that I'm free all the time, basically, I can work not just on my patreon but i can work on the extras to get free content trading content onto twitter itself mm-hmm. i've got an instagram as well now so i put a lot of hard work into that just genuinely getting more stuff out for free I it obviously i have my pay stuff which is the reason why i can do my my job but i still want to give back to the, the community as much as i can and get that free content out there because it is important to me as far as twitch and even possibly youtube goes that really does depend on how much i enjoy playing fiba 21 um i will play it i think this year regardless i don't think it'll be that bad hopefully that i really won't want to play it again for another year if i do actually enjoy playing it i will like i've said to on twitter already i will commit to uh streaming and possibly making some youtube videos as well because i don't want to sit there and record myself playing a game that i don't want to play do you know what i mean
1: because you, you do see a lot of streamers, don't you? And that it, you can see on their face that they're not enjoying it when they're. When <laughs> yeah. they, you can see. It. I mean, everyone yeah. can see it. But it, they know they have to do it because, I mean, it's their job, isn't it? That's how they kind of bring in the income, I suppose. So, uh, but just to finish off, then I know obviously there's a lot of secrecy around the beta, like you said with NDAs and stuff. A couple of well-known YouTubers put some clips on YouTube uh, a week or so ago and revealed some of the gameplay and stuff. And it was highly publicised that um, some of the top esports players are given access to the beta and some of the content creators and stuff did you have access to it or you're not allowed to say or (laughs) (laughs) what what is your initial impressions is it thumbs up or thumbs down
0: initial so i i didn't play the gameplay because it might sound weird but i only wanted to get on there and just have a little look and, and take snippets and and do my stuff talk about what needs to be talked about and obviously couldn't show it but uh get my own little a you know, gallery so I can focus on it and, 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 and absorb what FIFA 21 was and the new menus and things like that. But I did not touch gameplay because I'm still in that... What's the, the word I'm looking for? I'm like craving FIFA. Do you know what I mean? I really want to get on and play a game. And I didn't want to spoil that by playing a beta okay, that I knew it was yeah. going to end. And then I'd have to wait again. So I've left it and the FIFA 20 beta, which I did play, was nothing like FIFA 20. Hmm. So... I feel like it's going to be better if I just go into FIFA 21 head first, playing the game as it releases, not playing it, teasing myself and then coming yeah. back. I didn't like the um, the menus uh, though, unfortunately. Did you see what they were like this year? Obviously we've seen yeah, the, purple the and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's all right, I guess I'd kind of like the darker themes and uh, obviously you've seen the YouTube videos now that they've released the game changes, the way that you scroll up for your team and then, down for your club and something like
1: yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen
0: that. Yeah. Instead of scrolling to left and right, you just scroll up and down. I don't like that. I kept accidentally, you know, going up or down. And I, I don't know if it's just habit, but I was getting pretty frustrated. I don't. <laughs> I, I get they're trying to streamline it, but it just doesn't doesn't look right. It doesn't look like I'm in FIFA the Team. It just looks like mm-hmm. I'm in the main like the main menu. So it's a bit yeah, it's a bit weird. Hopefully they tweak or change something, but yeah, it's very similar. To FIFA 20, unfortunately, the way that uh, consumables are placed on players and things like that. Hopefully, they change a little bit about it, but it was okay overall. I'd say it's there's nothing really until we get our hands on the final game. We couldn't really talk much about it. I know the game changers were. I didn't really watch or hear their opinions. Oh, you haven't seen
1: any of the gameplay footage or anything like
0: that. Not massively, no. Was there a what was their opinions on that? Did you watch any of that?
1: Well, I mean, you you have to take it with a pinch of salt, don't you? Because you know that the people that have have got access to it, they've been given this special access, (laughs) haven't they, by someone. It would be counterproductive for them to then say, this is the worst game. Do you know what I mean? Because then they're not going to be given access, probably, in the future. So from watching it, um, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to see... What's going on, It's you need to feel it, don't you, really? When you're in the game, you need to feel the responsiveness and stuff. But what I did see was a lot more goals. I don't know if that's just because there was a lot of maybe not focusing as much on the score line because I know it didn't really count. Maybe it didn't really matter too much, but um, I'd prefer more goals than less goals, put it that way.
0: Yeah, I'm the same as well. I like high-scoring games when it's slow and people sit back and things like that. <laughs> I did hear a little bit about that on Twitter, how some people were saying that it was a sit-back game again, but hopefully they change some things and speed up the game even a little bit. Um, This year, from what I've seen, the the beta wasn't that great in gameplay, because last year everyone loved the FIFA 20 gameplay on the beta, and Mm -hmm. I did as well. This year has kind of been a bit different. There's been a bit more critical of it, whether that's because we've just played a whole year of FIFA 20 and people are being real like strict on it I hope that means that the bait is not so great so that we've put our feedback in and then the game comes out and the game is good do you know what I mean yeah. that's the, the, the overall hopeful most positive scenario we can hope for We'll just have to wait
1: and see, won't we? But it's been great having you on again, Foot Footdown. Really appreciate you coming on again and talking about the ratings and stuff. I hope you guys yeah. listening enjoyed it as well. It's been a pleasure. And I'm glad we agreed on some of the uh, some of the reactions and uh, for the ratings <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Where can people follow you? Just in case I haven't heard your previous episode, what's your kind of Twitter handle, Instagram
0: handle? Where can they find you? Where can't you find me anymore? I mean, 100,000 100,
1: <laughs> followers on Twitter. That's what you need. <laughs>
0: I'm expanding um 2k away from 100k which is insane like that's just insane this yeah, so beyond what I ever thought possible. But you can find me on Twitter, at Donk, on Instagram, at Donk. I've got 65,000 followers on there now, so that's growing as well nicely. Different kind of content there, much more graphical content and predictions and things like that. And my Twitter's much more informational. I'm also on uh, a little bit of TikTok now as well. <laughs> Same handle, at Foot Dunk. Completely different content there. <laughs> Don't judge what's on there. We're working it out. We're trying to work something... <laughs> <laughs> into a new, into a new experimental. Platform. To see how it goes, yeah, completely different platform, that is, I can tell you. Got my Patreon this year. Don't need to plug that too much. It's, we've sold out already for this month. So if you are interested in that, it's always at the first of every month. But it's pretty much yeah, it's sold out usually by the end of the day because the demand we've had this year has just been absolutely insane. Because. Well, because of the success that me and my partner uh, Weaver have, sh- have shared ac- across the year teaching people. But other than that, there's uh, a possibility that you'll catch me on Twitch or YouTube, but that's to be, uh, to be decided yeah. by EA developers themselves and whether well they'll-, they'll make the FIFA <laughs> 21 fun or not.
1: Well, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out for you and see. And if you're on there, we know that the gameplay is all right. And if you're not on there, then <laughs>
0: yeah. we know, don't we? So, uh... <laughs> if you see me play it, it's a good sign.
1: Yeah, nice no, one. Thanks a lot for your time. Appreciate it and um, enjoy FIFA 21. Thank, thank, you, thank you very you. much for having me on. Thank you for listening to the Level Up Podcast, and esports and gaming show. Make sure you've subscribed to the podcast and follow us on social media at Level Up Pod. We'll be back for another episode very soon.